Hey, what's up? This is your host, Kat Jones. Today is March 10th, 2020. We just had our first positive coronavirus test, but not on Queer All Year. Hey, y'all. This is Kat, not positive for coronavirus, not having been tested, though. And I am joined, as always, by my bro and sound producer and uh, co-host, McGee. Send us the cure. We already have the sickness. Well, we don't. We're saying we don't. Someone in Johnson County does. Yeah. We probably do. I work with kids. I probably do. We're just trying to be dramatic. Yeah. Get the attention of the listener. The uh, grocery store is out of toilet paper. Fear mongering. This is great for grocery stores. Right. Man, Purell is making... We... Oh. Well, actually, they are... um, talking now there are a lot of um i don't know who controls that i want to say the sec fda yeah they are um or the cdc they are telling shop owners that this price gouging stuff is going to get them in trouble well yeah it's not worth it but at the same time like that's no good but uh it's good. It's still good for like Purell and stuff. It doesn't matter if they hawk up their prices or whatever. No, they can get in trouble. Well, they'll get in trouble. I'm saying they don't need to though. They don't need to do anything with their prices because like it's sold out everywhere. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. If anybody bought stock in that company like right before this, they are. <laughs> They're just, the like, only one doing fine. Yeah. They are just like rolling in a s- swimming pool of gold coins like Scrooge McDuck. But it may be that they're out because the supply chains have been affected. I mean, mm-hmm. that is true. Like, yeah, this all, whole thing's kind of all stupid. those materials from China. Yeah, like whatever. I've had two coronaviruses. I'm fine. Right. Yeah. At least two. Two that I was sick enough to go get help medical attention for, and that meant like I sneezed too much or something. <laughs> anyway, no offense to anyone who's been affected by this one. I just not it's, afraid it's of gonna, it, which is weird. It's gonna blow by. Yeah, or it'll kill us all. <laughs> it is not going to kill us all. I don't know. I've been watching my husband play a lot of Resident Evil, and I'm terrified of zombies. And so maybe this is no people aren't coming back from the dead. Right. I'm just scared of zombies. The, my big worry is that the alt right and the um, pretty much anti-government terrorists have been uh, they. Well, not even terrorists. The militias have been prepping for this moment. Like, they believe that this is the new world order taking over. Not so Ebola? when some people have to have, like, if we have to quarantine certain areas, if it's areas with uh, these pockets of resistance, we will have real fighting. And it's going to be a self-fulfilling prophecy. Well, why didn't we have this fear with Ebola? I mean, we did get one case over because here, but it was it's a just been it's been ramped up lately. Like they, uh, um, the things have just been building. Plus, things Ebola was uh, I, I don't know. It never really even got close to home. It was less easily spreadable, and it didn't spread nearly as far. Well, I'm not sure if it. Anyway, we're getting weird. I think. Yeah, this is quite an intro. This is the common cold, y'all, but different. I'm just, just saying a new that common if cold. um. The the government does need to quarantine you. Just don't, go along with it. Don't but, turn into a militia? Are well, we talking about Waco now? Because we can totally do this. Well, <laughs> no, we're talking about the people that saw Waco and saw what but the government's capable of. Bumper stickers of. from Timothy McVeigh. Yeah, those 
people. Uh, they're, they are scared. They're emboldened by our president, you know, like. They're taking over what is, what, oh, what did they take? What did the Bundys take over? That, uh. A mountain? No, 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 no. It was like a, it was like a wildlife preserve or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like sin snacks. building, whatever. (laughs) That's where sin snacks came from. I love it. There's a really good podcast. Um, I can't remember. It's like Bundyville, I think. I highly recommend that one. It's very interesting it's about the bundys who were the um the family that were kind of like alt-right militia type people who uh, it was about farming and federal land anyway sounds boring it's really good yeah all right get on to your story there. nothing about anything we're talking about you can hear the dog in the background yeah, i'm sure good old dog Ike Ike Ike. eisenhower Anyway. Oh dear! <laughs> oh, grandma. All right. Anyway, so um, today I'm telling you first that it's my husband's birthday. Happy birthday, Nathan! Even though you don't Happy listen. Birthday. On this day in history, um, he's been born. he's been making me watch him play Resident Evil lately, and it's just terrifying. I had to stop walk- watching The Walking Dead. Because I'm anyway, nightmares. So, um, in 1778, Lieutenant Frederick Gotthold of Gotthold Gotthold, he's probably not German, but anyway, Lieutenant Frederick Enslin was the first U.S. soldier to be tried and found guilty of attempting to commit sodomy with another soldier. So, he was the very first um, soldier to be kicked out of the United States uh, military for homosexuality. He, um, his sentence was that he was going to be drummed out of the military. And, um, I learned that drummed out meant that you had to, like, walk out in shame while all the drummers drummed at you, basically. So I, I used the term drummed out a lot and never knew where it came from. So that was interesting to learn. George Washington, um, in a letter said, Lieutenant Insulin of Colonel Malcolm's regiment tried for attempting to commit sodomy with John Monhort, a soldier. His Excellency, the Commander-in-Chief, approves the sentence and, with the abhorrence and detestation of such infamous crimes, orders Lieutenant Insulin to be drummed out of camp tomorrow morning by all the drummers and fifers in the army, never to return. And, um, so, yeah, your heroes are also always, you know, at some point, the enemy you know the villains so george washington let's bring up how he had slaves too and everything nope um lieutenant insulin um there's almost nothing else known about his life except that um he maybe he did come from germany i don't remember we don't really know very much a lot of different sources said different things so he um was born he joined the military he fought for our country's actual freedom when i mean our military service people currently fight for our freedom, but Lieutenant Insulin fought literally for the first freedom. And then um, we drummed him out of the military for being gay. And guess who proceeded over that court martial? Aaron Burr, sir. I was amazed. I was like, oh, I'm Hamilton. And now Hamilton is stuck in my head. And I, I am learning so much about Aaron Burr by researching queer history. It is so weird. Um, But I'm always happy to find a little Hamilton reference out there somewhere. And yes, I know Hamilton, also a villain at some point in history. Heroes are villains, especially when you are resigned to history. 
whatever the word is I'm thinking of. So um, here's a little segment with Mitchie. Hi, I'm McGee, and this is a segment, and I like recording things and talking about politics and telling my sister to talk louder. Well, anyway, here's Wonderwall. Now, it's Cat still. Surprise! So this is retribution for the time that McGee stole my segment. I'm stealing his segment. Ha! And I'm going to make him post it, too. So anyway, my segment today is going to be um, about a little thing that um, my grandpa put into McGee and my minds. And I don't know if he still makes this mistake, but I sure do. So around here, there are these little bugs that are black and red, and they have like little red spots on their back, and they kind of look like fireflies, but they're not... Um, some people call them sugar beetles and some people call them love bugs, but they're not love bugs. Those people are wrong. I know what a love bug is. It's gross and it's tan. These are also gross and they swarm like kind of in the summer, kind of toward the end of the summer. They just swarm everywhere and they get everywhere and there's awful and annoying and just everywhere. It's like ladybugs. Ladybugs are everywhere a little bit later in the year. But anyway, so these bugs are... I'm not sure if they're a southern thing. I know they're outside Kansas, but I don't think they're up in the north. But, you know, they're here in Kansas. And um, here in Kansas, things can be a little conservative, I think. And um, when it came to our grandparents, um, things got pretty conservative. And so these bugs continued to be everywhere when we were little. And our grandparents took care of us a lot because they lived nearby and you know it was just fun to hang out with grandma and grandpa and get to go spend the night in little town and mom and dad get a weekend together things like that um but uh one of the consequences of um being around my grandpa so much is that um we um started calling these bugs democrats because every time he saw them he was like Dang, Democrats everywhere. <laughs> and um, so we did this for the longest time. We just thought they were called Democrats. And uh, just one day, I don't, it was, we had been saying it for years, but one day they were like all over our back door at the house. And I was like, oh, these dang Democrats. And my mom was like, what? So <laughs> that was the first time we learned, or at least I learned, that those bugs are not called Democrats. Democrats are a political party. But to this day, I still call them Democrats. Like I said, I don't remember what they're actually called. I try not to say it around other people, but in my head, they are Democrats. And I am not making fun of Democrats. I'm not saying anything against Republicans or any political parties right now. I am just making fun of bugs and this weird thing that my grandpa put in our heads. And I wanted to tell this story because we haven't embarrassed my dad's side of the family enough yet. So, embarrassing stories about Aunt Grace, weird embarrassing story about Grandpa. All right, back to the show. What? She steals my segment and then she puts out false information too? This is ridiculous. This cannot stand. That was also on our mom's side of the family. That was great grandpa. He was the one who came up with that because we learned it on the farm. Um, so, take that. 
I'm McGee, and this is a little segment. Okay, so back to my stories. Um, I have two kind of shortish stories, and then um, we will wrap up for you because we're trying to be a little more considerate of your time and a little more concise. So I'm not being concise right now. Um, on this day in history, um, paragraph 175 was repealed. And if you listen to our Holocaust episode, um, you will recall that paragraph 175 was the, uh, germinal, germinal, German, criminal, German criminal, germinal, <laughs> all That's German criminals. <laughs> all German criminals are now germinals. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. German criminal code that made homosexuality, bestiality, and prostitution illegal. Um, the Nazis then made it punishable by death. Um, and uh, they had just a fun time with that in World War II. They just used it to justify going nuts on just the worst things ever. There were, They were just germinals all over the place. So um, they finally repealed it in 1994. 1994. I was alive. McGee was alive for that. I was old enough to probably have remembered it if I were over there, except it probably wouldn't a big deal, you know, probably didn't get like tons of publicity or something. Um, but yeah, so 1994 on this day in history, paragraph 175 was repealed. I am not sure if we ever got an apology for that. Speaking of apologies, I would like to apologize for, um, transitioning right from that story into this story i pro i do this in chronological order i i would have given anything in the world to go straight from the nazis um into israel i'm sorry this is not on purpose it's just chronological order in this day in history in israel the tel aviv family court approved the first adoption by a gay couple so yay that's good not bad so and but what is bad is how I'm going to pronounce these names. I apologize. So Uzi Even and Amit Kama, uh, Amit Kama, sorry, were married in Toronto in 2004. They've been raising um, a foster son for 14 years. In um, by 2009, they'd been raising him for 14 years, and in 2009, they were allowed to finally legally adopt him, and. The um, request, the formal adoption request, was um, technically um, made because Dr. Amit Kama, Kama, sorry, worked at the Tel Aviv University, um, but his foster son was unable to receive a scholarship or um, discount on tuition there um, because it was reserved exclusively for children of faculty, and I guess foster children do not count, but adopted children do. Um, I'm sure they had wanted to adopt him before, but it seems like, you know, if they were the first couple, then it probably hadn't been attempted for a while. And so this was groundbreaking and um, required a lot of courage, I would think. So they really wanted their son to be able to go to college, which is pretty awesome. And it's pretty awesome that I think he did get that discount afterward. So, you know, he got to go to college. His dad's a teacher. His dad is... Uh, he was in the parliament, I believe. So two very influential parents and pretty cool, you know, legacy 
I suppose, in Tel Aviv. And um, that is my um, Nazi to Israel transition. Again, I apologize. Uh, Beautifully done. Thank you. I I love all of you. What's up, McGee? Yeah, it was fine. I think uh, I think it was just grand. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> there are many things that are up. I don't know. You up? could uh, you ask me what's up. Oh. And so I'm saying we have microphones on the ceiling. That's up. Yeah, those are. Uh, I don't know why not, they're there. They're not. Well, they're there to test them. We got a whole bunch of stuff in an auction, and um, or a whole bunch of audio equipment. So I've been screwing around with it, and, and so uh, I hung it, all these microphones from the ceiling. One of them, I thought, literally blew up the house. Like it was under my feet. I felt oh. the whole house just blow. We have maybe, maybe five thousand, ten thousand watts of, of sound in here there's like, uh, this amp and you every plug it in and it just explodes thing in the house was rattling it was terrifying <laughs> i was just like a in an earthquake down here houses have been kind of blowing up here too like our gas you know company isn't doing great with the not blowing up houses yeah, so the, the, i was they really out. are not doing well with the not blowing up houses well and it's not really helping with the arsonist the serial arsonist who's going around that they won't acknowledge so now i'm publicly but saying it please acknowledge the Topeka, arsonist. right oh yeah are you kidding me a house is burned down every other day oh, i thought no yeah, by an so. arsonist the, by arson arson and no one will say there's are a they abandoned arsonist. buildings though mostly but arsonists always uh, escalate generally Oh. Yeah. Anyway, why are we talking about this? Social media. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> it's in been the, a weird episode. If you want to come talk about arson in the queer all year mafia, that is the name of our Facebook group. You used to be the fam. <laughs> yes, you used to be La Familia. Okay, we're but now it get is the queer all year mafia. We are just the queer all year podcast. You don't have uh, you don't have to put in podcast, but that's where you can get our RSS feed and all that. If you want to check out some pictures or some tweets, Instagram, Twitter, we are Queer All Year Pod. Patreon, we are QueerAllYear.com. No, Patreon.com. Patreon.com slash Queer All Year. And we have a bunch of cool stuff on there. On the uh, $1 tier, we have a um, bunch of sound clips, little um, bloopers. bloopers. Oh, and the ringtone. Ringtone. If you want to go on the $5 tier, we have some amazing bonus episodes that Kat does deep dives in. and um, Mostly those, British stuff. Yeah, that's true. Those <laughs> ones actually are um, explicit, though. We don't... Uh, some of them, not extremely. Yeah, I mean, it's not that bad, but we don't censor ourselves like we do on here. As much. Nothing extreme, though. There's only one episode where there's any... That we what, what, Like an F-bomb. Was there an F-bomb? Uh, yeah, like, I mean, maybe one. Okay. It wasn't, yeah, not that bad stuff. Was it the one where we were introducing Downton Abbey? I don't think there's any cursing in Downton Abbey. Oh, wait. Maybe there was. Uh, I'm not, not entirely sure. <laughs> not but, in the episode. Um, maybe in the intro. So that's not for kids, necessarily. But, Unless you're cool. Um, yeah. I mean, it's really not going to do any harm to them in my expert you know. <laughs> uh pediatric um, okay yeah sure you know what opinion. we're not gonna tell you how to parent we're just gonna tell you that there's cursing and that might not be for some adults or some kids or it might be for everybody there we go where can they subscribe get oh everywhere <laughs> we um 
yeah, so subscribe and rate and review if you would. Um, spread the word of mouth by word of mouth to your friends and family and just barrage everyone with it. Um, you can subscribe on any podcatcher podcatcher that you prefer. I've been looking into a whole bunch of research about where you all listen. And apparently a lot of you listen on YouTube. What is that about? It's a video place. Anyway, so we're not on YouTube, but I guess we will be eventually. We, we are everywhere else except SoundCloud because I can't figure out how to get on there without paying. Someone help. Help. Also help with website. Anyway, you have anything else, McGee? Um, I had something to say about Spotify, but it has uh, left my brain. Spotify is so interesting because one of the biggest podcasts in the world recently moved exclusively to Spotify, and I'm interested to see how that changes the face of podcasting. So, our face of podcasting may change someday, but we will never abandon y'all. If you have to do anything special to follow us, we will definitely let you know because you're important to us, and as always, we love you.